Welcome back to Journey Talk. I can't say that this is the number one rated podcast in El Dorado because I actually kind of learned that there's another podcast in El Dorado. Seriously? Yeah. What podcast? I can't I can't tell you because then I'd be endorsing it. But I, uh, uh, anyways, you got competition? Is that what you're y- saying? Yes. What do they talk about? Political stuff. Oh, there's a political podcast yeah. in El Dorado. Yeah. So, anyway, welcome back to Journey Talk. My name's Chase. I'm your co-host, and I'm here with my buddy, Pat. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Journey Talk. So, uh, Sunday... Sunday fun day! ...was was your day, man. St. Patrick's Day? I know, man. I'm even wearing You're wearing green, green today. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I didn't I'm just, even notice I'm that. I'm just in the spirit of green, man. Oh, my gosh. I honestly didn't even know that. I didn't know... Well, I didn't notice that, I mean. Holy smokes. Yeah, St. Patty's Day is, is a... It's a fun holiday, but I don't think, like, you know, when we were kids, like, if you didn't wear green, like, your your grandma or your, or your cousin or your uncle would always pinch you. Yeah. There's yeah. not much of that nowadays, like. No. Like, no no friends, no nobody really even, like, there's no penalty for not wearing green. Yeah, I don't think it's, I think the seriousness of St. Patrick's Day has gone to a minimum. Very because, Yeah, because it's, I mean, you could be wearing green socks, you know? And uh, they pinch you anyway. So it might as well just be a pinch fest every day. See, I feel like my, my holiday is getting reduced to, like, Arbor Day. What is that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what is that? Like, it's just not celebrated anymore. What's your favorite holiday of the year? Christopher Columbus Day. <laughs> Why? Because I don't go to school. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, something, something whack like that, yeah. So, last week was spring break, and we didn't. We were planning on doing a podcast, but we had technical some, difficulties. some major technical difficulties, man. Yeah. Like, it was just stressful trying to get the mic set up to work, and honestly, after 45 minutes of dealing with it, we're like, well... We'll try it again next week. Yes, and here we are. So, with one mic. Yeah, so we one hope... Mi- one mic to rule them all. <laughs> yeah. So we hope that you enjoyed your spring break. We hope that you're having a great start to your week. Um, here at Journey, we're, we started this series actually right before spring break called No God, K-E-N-O-W. Mm. And um, we talked about That's the first... That's good spelling there, Pat. Good job. Uh, well, I good I, use of no. I, I, I didn't want them to think we meant like no God, like you know, like so. Yeah. Wanted them to know what kind of no K-N-O-W. that we were talking about, <laughs> and so this week actually we're we're talking about knowing God through prayer, and one thing that we're going to be speaking on actually this week, and just kind of even introducing it through the podcast first is. The mentality of a vending machine God. So here's here's kind of the the illustration. Think about like when you were in school and like vending machines used to be popping. Like you had chips, you had snacks, Gatorade, yeah, dude, yeah, everything. It was, it was legit. what what was like your prime time snack? Like if you weren't going through the lunch line, or maybe you were. What was like that one snack? Whether it was candy, chips. What was like your go to like? 50 cents dollar. I'm going to the vending machine to get blank. What was it? A red Gatorade and a Snickers. 
Red Gatorade and Snickers. Yep. Okay. Yep. Mine was Skittles and a Sprite. Oh, nice. Yeah. Candy. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Candy so, and drink. Yeah. yeah. So candy and drink. So set it up this way. You're going to get your Red Gatorade mm-hmm. and Snickers, right? Mm-hmm. Daily. Daily. Yep. Okay. The daily grind. Mm-hmm. You get your Red Gatorade. You put the, your money into the vending machine. There's one Snickers left. Mm-hmm. You hit the button C four. That's where. That's where ah, yeah, I think. Do you wonder if it was? Protons. Someone's, someone's, someone's gonna look at the vending machine like Snickers C four. <laughs> and so we, you go to hit C four, and you're in anticipation of it. It starts doing the slow. Yep. Sh- trying mm. to release it. Yeah, the turn. And so you see the turn. You're like. Your hand's already down by the pocket to rip, to mm-hmm. grab it and go, and it gets stuck. Yep. What do you do? I'm shaking that sucker. You're shaking it, right? <laughs> yeah. What if it's a movable force that said, you shall not pass Lord of the Rings I'm going to do everything I can because I just spent money on the last Snickers, and I want to do whatever I can to get that Snickers. So say it's like impenetrable, it will, unshakable. Even the teacher on duty does not have a key to the machine. And you see that Snickers dangling. Do you sit there the whole lunch period waiting for somebody to hopefully knock it down with what they're getting? Or do you go try and find another way? I'll find another way. Okay. Think about this like this. When we approach God, a lot of times we treat him like a vending machine. We go, and sometimes it's just routine. We're like, man, God, I just, I just, I just want this for today. I just want to give you praise for this and this and this. And sometimes when we ask him for things, it's not approached in a way that says, God, whatever you want. It's like, God, I know what I want from you, mm-hmm. and I need you to give it to me. But what if we don't get it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What if it's almost that feeling like when we typed in C4 and we see it, but we don't get it? Mm-hmm. Does that mean that our prayer was unsuccessful? Does that mean that prayer didn't work? Does that mean that God didn't prove himself to us? You see what I mean? Yeah. Because in in school, even growing up, it's hard for us sometimes to see the importance of a daily time with God through prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, we pray when we eat. We pray when things are tough. We pray before we go to bed. It's usually out of routine and schedule. But how sad is it that so many times we treat God more like a vending machine, but we treat friends who we've forgiven time and time again or who have let us down time and time again or or have have taken advantage of our friendship time and time again through going and hanging out with other people or talking behind our back or this and that. Mm-hmm. We still give them the time and the forgiveness and the attention to talk with them. But yet the creator of our hearts, the one who specifically, uniquely designed us, who has a plan and purpose for our life, mm-hmm. we treat like a vending machine and say, God, if you don't give me what I want, I'll go get it from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll find a way to, to get what I want if you don't give it to me. It's so hard for us to simply trust God and say, God, this is this is what's on my heart. And I'm surrendering it to you to simply say, 
if it's your will, if this is what I'm supposed to be walking to, into, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a dream, college, whether it's a job, whatever the situation, our prayer life should be more of, of, a, of a friendship and, and a relationship with God, to, like a father, like a friend. And that's the way he describes it because it's meant to be close. Mm-hmm. Prayer is meant to draw us closer to God, not distance it like a long-distance call. Mm-hmm. Or just a vague pass by in the hallway. Yeah. So for you growing up, what, what what would you say the one of the hardest obstacles with prayer was for you? Um, it's a good question, and I don't think I've ever thought about this actually because I'm not the type to say, "Oh yeah, I just trusted God all the time and had no problem yeah. with that," <laughs> you know. But uh, I think in reality, I did. <clears throat> Especially when it was something that meant a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I, I don't want to start off like super deep here, but um, my grandma had lung cancer. Mm. And I remember my family, like, night after night, getting together, praying that she'd be healed of whatever it was that was in her body. And, um, and, she passed away. I mean, yeah. plain, plain and simple, she she passed. But the thing is, I think we create God in... We, we create this image of God in our heads that... Uh, like he's just like, like you said, a vending machine, pretty much. We, we put in our money and we get what we want. But that's not the thing. Like, God's like the ultimate parent. I mean, he tells you yes or no. Mm. And... Uh, Maybe his healing was in taking my grandma from the cancer that she had. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's that's what it was. But um, if we don't think uh, heavenly and we're always thinking worldly, we're not going to understand what God's doing with our prayers. Yeah. We're not going to understand that. Sorry to go like super deep there, but no, no. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, because. And and I think even on that note, when you're talking about prayer and even the outcome, even if even if the outcome's not what we were expecting, I think the fact that you have the heart of seeing the result and saying, just because it wasn't the outcome that I was hoping for or that I was expecting, doesn't mean God didn't show up. Doesn't mean that God didn't hear. Doesn't mean that God's plan wasn't fulfilled. Right. Because there's so many things that we don't take into account. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing with prayer that I've learned about is that when I when I don't pray, I feel more stressed out or more anxious when there's things that I'm going through, when there's people around me that are hurting, or when stuff is going on in my family. When I'm trying to figure it all out on my own, I'm pressing the buttons on the vending machine saying, this is this, and this is this, and this, and this, and this is what I need, and this is what I... And I'm not even taking into account that I can't control anything. Mm-hmm. That there's a million things, there's a million different ways that I would love to see a situation go. Yeah. But I have to remember that if God is in control of my life, he's freed me from that desire. He's freed me and said, listen, cast all your burdens on me. Pray without ceasing. Yeah. Come to me. 
And it's because of the fact that it's not saying, hey, just depending on the results determines how much I will stay connected with you. But it's saying, come to me because you will know that you're not going through this alone. You can trust me. You can vent to me. You can tell me when you're angry. You can tell me when you're sad. You can tell me when you're frustrated. And I will hear you and I will help you. Because here's the thing, just like you were talking about, I remember I was on tour and and I've talked about him before at, at Journey, but one of my friends, Ryan, had a, a surgery, like 26 surgeries before the age of eight. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. And this guy truly was in love with God. And, and I was on tour playing drums. And one Sunday I woke up to like 20 missed calls yeah. by four different people trying to get my attention. And I just listened to the first voicemail. And they were like, Patrick, call me ASAP. It's important. And I called and found out like my buddy Ryan had passed away during the night. And they found out it was because he had too big of a heart. Mm. And how ironic is that? But it's just like, man, I just remember praying out into something that unexpectedly happened. Mm -hmm. And thinking to myself, because I was so caught off guard, like, I need this. I need to take care of this. Just like... Just like we use the the vending machine illustration. So many times we can hit those buttons and sometimes we do get what we want without thinking. We're just like, oh, that's what it's supposed to do. That's what it's supposed to do. That's what it's supposed to do. Mm -hmm. But the minute something happens unexpectedly, the response reflects what's happening inwardly. And mine was so chaotic because I was like, I was I was emotional. I was feeling all this all this regret I was feeling like, man, I wish I could have done this. What if I could have done this differently? I wish I would have just called him more. And I had all this time and I thought to myself, I'm, I'm not even stopped once to invite God into the pain I'm going through. Mm. Not once. And I'm telling you, when I just had time to just simply invite God into what I was going through, the pain that I was feeling from this loss of my friend, Words can't explain it because it was not a feeling, but it was something that I believe that God, when he in his word where he says he's near to the brokenhearted, mm-hmm. he truly was near. Yeah. And even though I didn't have an explanation, even though I didn't have an answer, even though I was feeling the pain, I knew that God was with me. I knew that he was still in control and that he was still God. Mm -hmm. And I knew that even though this had unexpectedly happened, that Ryan had finished his race, Mm -hmm. that God had called him home. Did it mean that I was feeling great and happy again? No, it, it was still normal to feel the pain of the loss. But it was understanding that God was more than a vending machine God. God was truly someone who was like a brother, who was a friend, who was a father, who truly cares about our heart because sometimes we don't always get what we want, but he knows exactly what we need. Yeah. I heard a quote um, one time that Bruce Lee had said. He said, so many people wish just for an easy life, just to fall into their lap. Mm-hmm. He said, I want to be the one that prays for strength to to know how to endure life. Mm-hmm. Because praying for an easy life is, is imaginary. 
we always say, well, in a perfect world, yeah. we're going to face ups and downs. We're going to face hard times. But that quote really taught me that when we're praying for strength, when we're praying for endurance, when we're praying, it's not simply just saying, God, this is what I want, but it's simply saying, God, you know what I need. And it's continuing to talk with them. It's continuing to connect with them. Because when you pray, you draw close to God. Because then I could also remember the 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 other side of it. When I wasn't praying, dude, I felt disconnected from God. I felt disconnected in worship. I felt disconnected from from joy and, and from from caring for others. Mm-hmm. It became all about me. Yep. Little by little, it just it I allowed myself to get in the way. I was trying to shake the machine and like I'm gonna get what I want. Mm-hmm. But so many times when I did that, whether it was a relationship, whether it was a goal uh, to 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 go do this uh, activity, like trying trying to make it in music or this and that, sometimes I, I felt more empty than I was before. Mm. And I thought about the time and I thought about all all the energy of saying, Well, God, why did why did you not stop me? And he's and he, I felt him in, in my prayer life when I was talking with him, simply as I did. You just you just didn't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. And so many times I think we try to push through God to grab with what we want instead of simply trusting God and saying, You know what? You know exactly what I need. And I'm going to trust you wholeheartedly with it. Because prayer is intended for us to grow in. Not not just connect and draw close to, but to grow us. Mm-hmm. It helps us understand the reality of God in our life. That he's more than a universal way looking down through a little like Christmas globe. <laughs> shaking yeah. it like, hey, there you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he wants to be intentional with us. He wants to be personal with us. He wants to see us draw close to him and and learn not only how to love him, but how to love others. Mm-hmm. And so whether something unexpected happens or something just out of routine happens, that change that changes nothing about who God is to you. Even when circumstances change, he doesn't. Yeah. And to me, that's that's how prayer becomes powerful. That's how prayer becomes evident. That's how prayer begins to have purpose in our life. Mm-hmm. Is seeing the growth and saying, you know what? I'm not just gonna be here one moment and walk away. I'm gonna start trusting you and talking with you about my day, about things I'm facing, both good and bad. Let you be in control of the results. And to me, that shows us as believers, as people that are pursuing and wanting to know more of God, when we say, you know, I'm not going to give up on him. We realize he's not giving up on us either. Mm -hmm. He's not stopping. We just have to be willing to stay with him Mm -hmm. and allow him to lead us. And that, to me, is is what prayer is intended for. 
for us that are, are wanting to know how to live for Christ. And so today, just as we wrap up, maybe on these final thoughts, maybe you're one that is struggling. Maybe you're one that it's truly hard for you to to break that routine of just praying at a meal and praying at bedtime and that's it. Maybe you're not really seeking to get anything from it. Maybe it's just out of habit and you're not really expecting anything. But what if you truly challenged yourself? What if you truly said, you know what? I want to start praying and talking with God intentionally. I don't I don't want to just do it out of habit. I don't want to just say, God, thank you for this food. Amen. And that be it. But I truly want to talk to God like I would my best friend mm-hmm. or, or one of my family members that I'm close with. I want to invite him to all of my life, both the good and the stuff that that hurts that I may have trouble talking about with people. Because I believe when we start to invite God into that, that's where he becomes more personal. Mm-hmm. You have any final thoughts? No, I don't think so. <laughs> so I don't think so. Just you, kinda, just kinda so, <laughs> so we just want to encourage you this week. Um, just know that wherever you're at in your time with God, whether it's praying you know, once a week, once a day, twice a day, whatever it is, we're just encouraging you to, to be more intentional, to know that God wants to be more personable with you, more relational with you, because he does care about you. He does care about the little things. He does care about what you're facing, both the good and the bad. And he's the one who can help you no matter the results. He draws near to you. He cares. And so we're praying for you. We hope that as you continue on in your journey, that you know that you're not alone. So we hope you have an awesome week. And we'll see you next back back next week. Dang, I was so close. <laughs> we'll see you back next week on Journey Talk. Peace. See ya.